Today's Psalm 36 is a great proclamation of the mercy of God. O Lord, your mercy reaches to heaven, your faithfulness to the clouds. And then, how precious is your mercy, O God? This is the best place, the National Shrine of Divine Mercy, to proclaim God's mercy, because this is what Jesus wanted to reveal through St. Faustina, his great mercy, because each one of us, every human being, is in great need of God's mercy. But many people don't know that God wants to show them his mercy. And uh, we are sick, broken, weak, wounded by sin, and we need God's merciful presence in our lives. In the diary of St. Faustina, we have these beautiful words of Jesus addressed to her. Apostle of my mercy, proclaim to the whole world my unfathomable mercy. Do not be discouraged by the difficulties you encounter in proclaiming my mercy. These difficulties that affect you so painfully are needed for your sanctification and as evidence that this work is mine. So to proclaim God's mercy is not so easy. Even Jesus revealed to St. Faustina, you will suffer a lot, you will be in pain proclaiming my mercy, but you need it for your sanctification and for salvation of people. And uh, today, uh, the word from the prophet Jeremiah, we heard prophet Jeremiah chapter uh, two, uh, are very uh, painful because God is complaining. Let's listen once more. Why God is complaining? Two evils have my people done. They have forsaken me, the source of living waters. They have dug themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that hold no water. So God is complaining that people have forsaken him. They went away from him. Many people turn away from the living God and turn to false gods. For example, occultism, spiritism, witchcraft, yoga. So many Catholics involved in yoga. This is not good. Not good yoga meditation, not even not, I would never encourage somebody to make yoga exercises because yoga even exercises are rooted in Hindu religion. And those who instruct are very deeply in yoga spirituality. So Catholics should not practice yoga. Uh, Reiki, fortune telling, palm reading, psychic healing, also very dangerous for our spirituality. Acupuncture, homeopathia, Zen. So when we talk to exorcists, they have that people have problems practicing or using this a kind of therapies which are contrary to our faith. So uh, God is saying that uh, 
people, they forsaking me, the source of living waters, they have dug themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that hold no water. So all this practice is like broken cisterns, having no water of God, God is not present there. He is the living God. He is the source of true life. And uh, you see, this was the complaining of God through the prophet Jeremiah, but also when we heard the gospel, Jesus also is complaining today. Why? Jesus is quoting the prophet of uh, Isaiah, and Jesus is uh, saying, you shall indeed hear, but not understand. You shall indeed look, but never see. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and be converted, and I heal them. So we see Jesus also is in pain. Say, people have eyes, ears, but they cannot hear, they cannot see. The heart is closed. Jesus, I have no access. How can I show the mercy that they don't want to open their hearts and to go away from false gods? See, so for example, we see uh, traveling anywhere in the United States, in the whole world, we see churches. Okay, from outside, from the street, we, oh, beautiful church. But you just see the building. This is the building, this is the architecture. Yeah, in Europe, many people go to uh, admire beautiful churches, Middle Ages churches, Gothic, Roman style, Baroque, beautiful, with beautiful stained glasses, architecture, paintings, uh, statues, beautiful. So, but we can see only from the outside. This is beautiful. But it is not the center of the church. Every church was, was built for the living God who is present in the church. Sometimes the church doesn't look so nice, uh, modern architecture, but there is tabernaculum inside. The living God is here. So those who have eyes, ears, will see that I come here to the blessed sacrament, kneeling down before Jesus praying, not just passing by, visiting, even not without any respect to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, because uh, many people don't know that the living water is here, that he is here. So also we can see in the church, confessional. Uh, so confessional, you see, uh, just confessional, small place. Priest is going inside, people go inside. Oh, just human beings, they will talk to each other. It's not about the talking. What Jesus said to St. Faustina in diary, number 1602, when you approach the confessional, know this, that I myself am waiting here for you. I am only hidden by the priest but I myself act in your soul. Here the mercy of the soul meets the God of mercy. 
So those who can see, can hear, they go to confessional to meet the living God who forgives sins. So sometimes if you don't understand, so many people neglected confession. Sometimes Catholics have not been to confession years because they don't see that Jesus is in confessional hiding by the priest. And this is the source of mercy. And sometimes people don't go to confession, they still come receive Holy Communion. This is very wrong. Somebody has not been to confession a long time, more than one year, should not receive Holy Communion, should go to confession. Holy Communion is the body of Jesus you can receive only in the state of grace, without even one mortal sin, serious sin. But not like practicing this new age occult and other um, superstitions which I mentioned. Then you need to confess first, and then after forgiveness, you can go and receive the body of Jesus. So this is what Jesus wants us to see and to hear. And today also we commemorate St. Lawrence of Brindisi. He was uh, Italian. Uh, he joined the Capuchins when he was 16, 23. He was already ordained priest, and he was great preacher, theologian. He knew Bible very well. He explained the Bible, knowing Hebrew, uh, Aramaic, Greek. And so he was novice master, provincial, father general. And uh, he was proclaiming the message of Jesus to everyone, even to the Jews, to Hussites, to Protestants, wanting everyone to come and to know the whole truth about the living God present in the church. And this is also what uh, Jesus wanted St. Faustina to pray for. When we read the Novena of Divine Mercy, on the fifth day of Novena, Jesus said to St. Faustina, today bring to me the souls of heretics and schismatics and immerse them in the ocean of my mercy. During my bitter passion, they tore at my body and heart, that is my church. As they return to unity with the church, my wounds heal, and in this way, they elevate my passion. Amen. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content 
which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.